The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted, and no use in part or full is to be used without written express consent from The Art of Relationships Radio Show or myself, Greg Dzinski. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G., the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sunday Night. It's the Art of Relationships radio show. This is your host, Greg Dzinski, as always, uh, Master G. Uh, make sure you check out, as always, on Facebook, okay, the Art of Relationships and also the Art of Relationships radio show uh, for updates, upcoming shows on the radio, and also my website. I had a brain fart. Sorry. Website, uh, the Art of Relationships dot guru g-u-r-u and also uh started a blog page i want to be more active with that that's going to be the art of relationships blog dot guru g-u-r-u you can leave comments on there i'd love to hear any topics you want to shoot at me for upcoming shows next sunday gonna have a special guest in here we're gonna chat about relationships and to uh detroit's uh He's in the music scene here in uh, Metro Detroit area complex. Uh, Warren Walker will be on with me live on air. We're going to be talking about relationships. So hopefully we have some fun. Have a whole bunch of questions from callers uh, next week. That will be next uh, Sunday, 8 o'clock as usual start time. Again, tonight tonight's show is about fantasies and realities I have it titled on the speaker as, you know, marriage, but also it's about moving in together, about living together, you know, differentiating between the fantasies and realities about moving in together, getting married, and going from the fairy tale land, you know, the loving, let's Snow White, Cinderella, all the love flicks out there about perfect, happy endings and everything else. I want to differentiate, and this is to prepare everybody for moving in and get a real taste, sort of that relationship blood in your mouth, if you will, or maybe even rotten taste in your mouth about relationships, marriage, so you can be better prepared to make it work, to make it successful, and hopefully live happily ever after. uh, Nice choice of words with the fantasy land, huh? But uh, that's what I want to take this show and sort of... Center on what's it going to take to wake you up when you live together, when you get married, going about the social taboos, social stigmas out there, and I'm sure you've all heard it, but I want to sort of wake you up to the realities about what it's like to live with each other. Someone's pissed off at you, and you have nowhere to go, man. (laughs) You might, you know, when you're living 
apart from each other, you could go back to your place, right? Or, you know, you walk out, you could, you know, if you're living with your parents still or have your own, rent your own place or have your own house as boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, fine, we're pissed off, I have somewhere to go. But when you're living together, you might not have anywhere to go. (laughs) So it's like, oh shit, how the hell are we going to be able to get through this? And are we just going to end it, be done, I'm screwed? Or maybe... You feel stuck and you're forced to stay because of financial reasons and you're miserable. You make each other miserable. Well, I want to help you hopefully avoid all those aspects so you can be happy. Again, reality check, make you prepared of what to look for and also hopefully key in on some very important aspects to look for look at. I don't want you to ignore. I don't want you to get in the mindset where, oh, we're just perfect. We're, you know, we're going to be awesome together. We talked about all this stuff. Talking is very, very important. Communication in any relationship is huge. However, talking's easy, but when the shit hits the fan, how are you going to handle it, right? Maybe all your communication skills you know, all the nice lovey-dovey words you use and share before you live together um, go out the window, right? When you're pissed off, you're hurt, what happens? You know, are you going to be able to handle that when you're living together? Or are you going to run from each other? Or you're going to split up or end in divorce? My job in is making happy relationships, making them more intense. And I talk about numerous times about my philosophy about obtaining the total connection. That does not mean perfection, but it means that even through the bad times, the arguing, the distance, that you guys still have that total connection when it's all done and over with and you guys get reconnected. So, going to talk about fantasies and realities and the myths. Maybe about what are you looking at and maybe a lot of friends, family members, um... You know, talk to you about this, you know, that, and you don't want to listen. Well, I want you to listen. I'm going to wake your ass up, clear out your ears, and hopefully get some wisdom and insights that are going to help you out so you can make that transition living together or being married. Like I said, it doesn't matter to me. Um, my clients, couples, they're a mix, right? Living together, not living together, marriage does not matter. It's a relationship that is important. And that's, you know, sort of my philosophy too. It doesn't matter if you're married or not. It's a relationship as a whole. But living together is a total, total different dynamic than being just boyfriend and girlfriend. And this might also benefit those that have been married before. Or maybe you lived with somebody before and you're spooked. Scared to death. I will never get married again. I will never live with somebody again. And... It's In a way, it's sad, right? I want you to be smart and be awake in those situations. But I don't want you to be, because of a bad situation, we've all been there perhaps, um, you know, and fought through it and maybe been scared. Maybe because of all the BS involved and the hurt and the pain, you know, we tell ourselves, we tell everybody, we're not going to be in that situation again. Then you fall in love again, then you're like, oh, great, everything's... F- hunky-dory, fine, this is so much better than my 
ex so much better than my old relationship or my old marriage just is so much better. Then you move in together and you're wondering about the same patterns start happening again, you know, that are pissing you off, creating distance, and you're like, oh shit, what did I do? What is going on here? This is going to be the essence of tonight's show, going from fantasies to realities. I hope everybody's wide awake this evening. Please, you can join me on the live chat. I'm going to put that up in a minute, so you're going to be able to join live chat. Actually, that's going to be offered through Spreaker. Uh, Again, that's Spreaker with an R, not speaker, Spreaker.com backslash user backslash my name, Greg Dzinski, G-R-E-G-D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. So you can join me on live chat, only on Spreaker at this time till I get more tech savvy. And you can give me a call, please. I want to hear your comments. I want to hear your maybe your good stories and also maybe your horror stories. To maybe help everybody else out there learn from you, okay? Phone number to call me is 586-840-8608. And also I want to give a shout out to the new bands and everything out there. Uh, I w- I'm asking, I'm pleading, I'd love to hear your songs that would go fantastic with the show's theme, you know, the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'd love to hear pieces that I can play for you, and I'm all about promoting uh, the new new people out there and give you guys some props, and it sort of helps each other out there. I'm always looking for a new material to do that, so please uh, email me at greg at theartofrelationships.guru, G-U-R-U, or you can also hit me up on Facebook, okay? So, I'm going to get right into the mix of what the hell you're going to look at before you move to get move in together, or what are you going to have as far as the reality basis and breaking through the fantasy aspects, okay? Some things, you know, a lot of people come into... In the real world out there, right? They're maybe start dating as teenagers or even to adults. They don't have a true sense of their own identity for one, right? And maybe their own identity is fused with the other person and separate. They have no clue who they are. And the old psychobabble click term is enmeshed. It's when you sort of forsake your own identity, you lose yourself. And then the fantasies, you know, start dripping in, or maybe not dripping in. They start freaking like a tidal wave. They start falling in. And parents, you know, friends, you know, what to look out for. And you're thinking in your mind, you might even set it yourself out there if you're thinking about moving in. You know, we are not like everybody else, right? We act so much closer, more in love than our friends, other people that are married, Uh, Other people that are living together, it it won't happen to us, right? We won't get divorced. We won't break up. We are so much closer. Oh, my God, we we can't keep our hands off of each other. We are always there for each other. We always desire and crave each other. That's fantastic. So what happens when you move in together, right? And that reality, or let's face it, maybe it's the reality now. Maybe I'm too abrupt and too blunt when I say fantasy is a reality. Maybe that's reality now. But what happens when you move in together and you find out that that changes? 
right? Are you ready for those to change? Or if they change, how are you going to head them off before you sort of go to the demise of the relationship? Before you start getting ticked off, getting hurt and all this stuff, how are you going to head those off and get back to the reality if possible? But, you know, everyone says, oh, they die. And, you know, they die when you get living together, you know, the desire, the sex dies, the closeness dies, the emotional connection dies. You've heard me, I think that's a bunch of BS, and I think those happen if you allow them to happen. You let them happen, so you want to fight those aspects. But look at the realities, and I'm going to give you some aspects as far as what to do before you maybe decide, or maybe some thought-provoking insights to look at before you move in together and i'm going to say you know these are some things to ask yourself and i'm i'm gonna i promote and i'm gonna give you insights i think you need to listen to okay have you ever been sick around each other had the flu a cold snot dripping maybe you know you're puking and your breath just reeks you know have you been around each other in those situations even when you're dating or whatever, not living together, chances are, you know, you're not seeing each other when you're sick, right? Oh my God, I can't, I don't want him. I don't want her to see me or smell. Oh my God, I just puked and I got it in my hair. Uh, I don't want anyone to see me or be around me, whatever. We're not, you know, we might be uncomfortable when we're not living together and it's easy, right? Maybe you have your own place, you're still staying at parents or family or whatever. You have your own apartment, own house, and you just stay there and it's no big deal. I advise, and I can't believe I'm promoting this, but it's true. You need to be around each other when you're sick. Okay? I'm not about getting one another sick, whatever. But you need to be around each other when you're sick. How you respond, how you act. And it's not going to be maybe... The fantasy round, oh, I'll take care of you, I'll hold your hair when you're puking, um, you know, I'll take care of you, whatever. But how, how does your partner, it's getting to know each other, one, at the very essence in their down times, right? When things are bad, when they're not feeling the greatest, and you're around that. You know, when you're living together and one of you are sick and puking or whatever, um, you know, high fevers, maybe you have... You know, maybe puking out your butt end instead of your mouth and being around each other. How are you going to handle that situation? It's almost getting like the true essence of each other that you know each other that well before you reside together. You know, what are your maybe peculiar traits when you are sick? Do you whine? Do you complain? Do you want to be alone? Do you not want to talk? Everybody's different, right? But getting the sense of what people are like when they're sick, it's going to prepare you and how you can handle it better before you move in together. It sounds very stupid, very naive, and people, oh, that's not a big deal, Greg. I'm going to tell you, it is a big deal. And it's getting to know each other each other at the worst. And it's going to help you relate to one another, and it's going to help you maybe care for one another, if possible, even more about what each other's needs are in the good, in the bad, the ugly, the sick, all this aspect, okay? So, that's one thing. Have we been around? Maybe you're very healthy. Maybe you haven't been sick uh, in a long time. Knock on wood. I haven't. <laughs> I am knocking on wood. Um, you know, I don't get sick that often. 
now I'm going to jinx myself. But, you know, especially the flu, I, you know, I got allergy problems, sinus issues, whatever. But as far as the other aspect, you know, when you're sick, what is your partner's mood like? What is your mood like and has your partner ever seen it or are you hiding it? Oh my God, I don't want to be around them because they're going to, you know, when I'm sick, I act act like a dick or act like an a-hole and I don't want my boyfriend, my, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever to see me like this when I act like this. You know what? You better get at the essence of each other and remember when they're sick, when they're healthy, when they're happy, when they're sad, pissed off, whatever. You might also get slapped in the face to that reality. And also, how are you going to handle that, okay? Another thing that is very, maybe, erotic and very intimate is, have you ever showered together? Oh my God, some people are shy, whatever. But, showering together is feeling very, very comfortable with one another. It's also feeling very comfortable with yourself. But also with your partner, right? It almost goes to the old adage is, I'll take a shower with, as long as the lights aren't on, right? About having sex with one another, but you can only have it in pitch black where you can't see your hand in front of your face. You, can't, you can feel each other, but you can't really see each other, and you're, you're that timid and that shy. That tells me you're not comfortable with yourself. And maybe that's going to cause problems down the road, right? Maybe your partner doesn't care. Maybe they love you for who you are, think you're beautiful, whatever. And taking a shower together, even in candlelight or with the lights on in the shower, that's very intimate and it it makes you even more connected. It's, It's really cool how that works. So have you taken a shower? Have you taken a bath together, even with the lights on? And people getting ready to live together and they're, let's face it, 19, 20, 21 even, you know, they might think, oh my God, I haven't even thought about this, whatever. And what's going to happen if they want to and I'm so shy and I feel like I'm going to get forced to. This is part of growing emotionally, growing more mature at an intimate level, both physically and emotionally, being okay with yourself. Because the more you are okay with yourself, the more you're comfortable with yourself, the better chances your relationship is going to have or your marriage is going to have to last, to make it work, okay? So, ponder those things. I'm going to go ahead, take a first break of the evening. Again, please feel free. Give me a call, 586-840-8608. I will be back after this short break. Thanks again. This is the Art of Relationships radio show with your host, uh, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex expert, Greg Dzinski. I'll be back in a few. Thanks for tuning in, people. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. True. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, in the Art of Relationships radio show, talking about uh, going from fantasy land to reality when you're thinking about maybe living together or getting married. So, I talked about, you know, quite a few things about, you know, fantasies and left right before the break about, you know, being sick around each other. And also, you know, have you ever showered together? What I'm saying, if you have not showered together, I do not mean you should not live together or, you know, get married type of thing. I just say, I think your chances are a lot better that you're comfortable with each other. And showering together sort of breaks the habit, if you will, of those aspects where you, you know, you know each other and you're comfortable not only with your partner, but you're also comfortable at that level, the intimate level with the lights on, if you will, you know, during sex or showering, that it's going to give you a lot better chance of building together and going from the foundations. The more comfortable, like I said before, break, the more comfortable you are with yourself and, you know, that you're okay, not perfect, not going after arrogance, but the more you're okay with yourself and you look at your weaknesses and your faults and you're willing to build on those and grow from them, the better chance you have it at having, you know, a great, even great relationship when you move in together and when you're married, okay? So, other fan- fantasy aspects, you know what, we're great together, we're terrific together. Have you ever gone away together? Have you ever spent a night away together, just you two. Have you ever gone away for a weekend or taken a vacation together? You know, these are all good signs, and you've heard that's nothing new. You know, what are you like when you stay overnight each other's house or on vacation, where your maybe vacation or a weekend getaway is ideal because you have no escape. 
<laughs> I sound sadistic and somewhat of an AO, but you know what? When you're away, you know, maybe four hours, you know, anywhere from a couple hours away to wherever, and you have nobody to come and get you, if you guys get in a fight, whatever, you have no escape. So how are you going to handle it? Or are you going to be on your best behavior so you don't want to rock the boat? Oh, we're going to be nice, whatever, and I'm going to be on my best behavior because we're away and I feel trapped and we can't get away from each other. That's not the way to go and that's not what I'm talking about you know I want you to be yourself I want you to be able to laugh and if there's you know complications or a little bit tiffs that you can handle them and you're not you don't have an escape route there we go okay you don't have an escape route like I said at the beginning of the show where you're going to run back to your place he's going to run back to his place or whatever that you know you don't have an escape route and when you're living together you know, I always advise even, you know, married couple, go for a drive, an hour, whatever. You know, go for a drive. Get away from each other for an hour, but come back and re-engage and get back to the foundations of what the issue was that created that disconnect. You know, talk about it. But, again, you don't have another place to go to. You've got to come back. So, what better way than to spend a vacation together Oh, even a weekend, couple weekend getaways before you contemplate living together or getting married. That is a must. A must. You have to experience that, okay? Before you even think about living together, you know, getting married, those those aspects. And again, I know cultural aspects, religious beliefs and all this stuff, there's ways to get around that aspect too if that is, you know, crucial or important to you. Uh, you know, double beds, whatever, not sleeping together if you're into that. Um, like I said, I respect, you know, religious aspects, cultural domains, and I'm one that might contradict that and all about, you know, sexual experiences before you get married because I think that can create a, a huge, huge hassle uh, with sexual incompatibility in it those aspects and that's what you know talking about the fantasies you know what we always desire each other what happens when you're not when you're not in the mood and when you're living together do you are you okay with that once in a while or are you not and how are you going to handle it another aspect i want to hit on <clears throat> excuse me have you guys ever argued about anything you get the fantasy <laughs> fantasy lane right we never fight we never argue everything's peachy everything's you know, great, we never argue. We handle everything terrific, right? So what happens, That again, you know what? That might be your reality now, but it's also going to be a fantasy land when you end up living together, right? When you shower together. What happens, you live together, right? And you both are on the same work schedule and you have one shower, one bath, whatever, and you have to get ready at the same time. You both have to be to work at the same time in the morning, or at night, whatever. How are you going to manage that? You know what? I need to shower first. I need to shower because we both have to leave. How are you going to handle that, right? What happens if one ends up having to use a toilet, right? And the other one is shy about being in the shower. <laughs> How are you going to handle those aspects? And are you going to grow mature, you know, in a mature way? And, you know, no big deal. So when you argue... Not that I advise you want to get in an argument, but how are you going to handle arguments? Have you talked about, even if you haven't, you know, have you even thought about it? Or are you in that fantasy land? Oh, we never argued. We never fought about anything. Therefore, we never will. I hate to tell you this, 
but that is a fantasy land, and every couple, the best couples in the world, the closest, most intimate, and I talk about the total connection all the time, they argue, they debate, but they always know their boundaries. They they never lose respect of each other. So when there's an argument, when you piss each other off, how are you going to handle that? And are you talking about that? Maybe because it's never happened. How are you going to handle those arguments before you live together? Again, the escape routes when you live together or married, they're cut out, man. They're, they're cut down. So how are you going to handle those when you argue, when you get pissed off at each other? And you will do that. You know, how many times you do it, who knows? Everybody's different, but at least one time. How are you going to handle that where it doesn't turn into total catastrophe because you're not so used to it you've never experienced it before so you might not know how to handle it you need to talk about it you need to you know are we going to cool down how can we help each other cool down when i give premarital uh counseling to couples or you know even thinking about living together uh, you know, I touch on this aspect. You know, what happens when you guys get pissed off at each other? Oh, we've never been that mad. I said, I want you, what, what would piss you off? And I, I sort of go after a jugular in these aspects, and I'd be blunt to maybe hit on insecurity issues with each member of that couple to get them to sort of bicker and argue. And I do that for a reason. I know I'm sadistic, but I want to get real life and get, you know, at potential issues and get them worked out and taken care of now ahead of time. So you know you're almost in a, not so much in a controlled setting in my office by any means, but I can hit a nerve and bring those out so we can work on them and how you're going to deal with them before, you know, before you end up living together, whatever, and these issues come to surface, right? Okay. Uh, What about also, are you looking at how much a society impacts you when you live together, when you, you know, move in together? Is your family for, against it? How, what about friends? You know, what happens if your family or friend, you know, you could love your significant other immensely and desire and they're great and they treat you great, but your family and friends don't like that person. How are you going to manage that? Oh, we'll work it out. Everything's going to be good. Are you going to disown your friends, disown your family for your significant other? Or is that going to create a lot of hassle? And how are you going to handle it? Or is that a taboo topic that you are not going to want to deal with? You sweep it underneath that rug. Uh, We'll worry about it later. We'll handle it. We can handle everything, right? At the onset of this show about fantasies, we can handle anything together. But when you're tied, or I shouldn't say tied, you're torn between maybe family and friends, and your significant other. You know, you start feeling the loyalty aspects getting torn a bit, getting sort of frayed. And where are you going with those aspects? And how do you maintain the relationship as a whole and still maintain the family aspects, right? You know, mom, dad, sister, brother, sibling, whatever. You know, even friends. And if they don't like your significant other, you know, maybe... Why? You don't, nor most people try to sell their snip gun to the other one. Just, you know, you need to listen to their insights. And maybe they see something you don't. Again, you're in fantasy land, but you want to know why, right? 
Maybe give some insights to wake you up a little bit. Maybe they don't know. Maybe it's just a feeling. They have no proof why they like them or not. They just don't. Maybe they're going through a rough relationship and they're jealous. That happens too, right, ladies? Where maybe their relationship sucks, not that great, and they're jealous of you guys getting closer. And also because maybe their relationship's going to break and you move in together, they're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to lose a friend. I'm going to be lonely. So they want you in that same position. That's not a good friend. So you need to look at those aspects, what happens, you know, how are you going to handle if friends, family, maybe you're in that situation now, if they don't like each other, you know, can you talk about it and deal with it? You know, what is most important when you live together or get married? I I tell couples all the time, you need to be the number one priority. You know what? You need to be happy together. No one else is living your relationship. And if you do not make each other the number one important thing in your life, chances are it's going to die. And it'll come to the surface in a heartbeat in a very, in a very rushed fashion. So you need to maintain the number one importance of each other, not family and not friends. There's a balance act there, okay? There's a huge, huge balance. And you have to look at, you know, how much balance is there in your life between the couple as a whole your own individuality, and also friends, family, work, and those dynamics. Have you talked about that before you reside together? Okay? Those are huge, those are important aspects to deal with, okay? The other aspects, um, you know, do you... A lot of people I deal with, and this is... I still... I still am amazed at how many people I deal with that do not share past traumas with their significant others or they think they've healed from them. And, you know, past traumas could be even being cheated on, you know, being sadly being raped or being abused. Maybe they feel abandoned by a mother, you know, they're, you know, clients, you know, eight years old and their mom or dad left. And just, you know, they feel abandoned, not loved in all those issues. And they go into a relationship and everything's great, hunky-dory. And they almost think that the partner, their new partner who is perfect and loving and all this stuff, all of a sudden all their past traumas go to the wayside. And that partner healed me. Their love healed me. When you're living together and the more intense a relationship gets... If those traumas are still an issue in your life, they tend to surface and they tend to bite you in the ass. So how are you going to handle those traumas? And there's so many, like I mentioned um, at the beginning of this, is that uh, I still am, I'm still not surprised how many couples I get in here and one partner say they were abused as a kid or abandoned or even raped or sexually abused and their partner does not know it. They don't know it, and all of a sudden it surfaces, or maybe they have sexual issues, and it the foundations are caused by being raped, or being, you know, all of a sudden the sex life is terrific, fantastic, and something happens. You have maybe a kid together, and a daughter together, and the mother, all of a sudden, you know, it hits her again. All those past traumas may be being raped or being abused. You have a daughter and the mom freaks out about it. Oh my God, and panics. I don't ever want that to happen to my daughter. And I got to hide it or protect her as much. And all of a sudden, the issue resurfaces and causes issues in a relationship. You know, 
does your partner know about past traumas and are there still issues in there? Those need to be ironed out. Um, I say ironed out. I mean, that's very maybe not compassionate of me. I'm very, when you know, dealing with rape survivors, especially in, you know, sexual abuse situations. Um, I'm very compassionate and very empathetic and it just, it, it it's very heartfelt of the pain I see in my clients' faces and I feel it myself even though I, you know, I did not experience that. It's very difficult and your other partner, when those come out, when you live together and all the insecurities start coming out and the anger and frustration that you have living together, I want you to be able to address those and be there for one another. Your partner might not know what to do. They might freak out. They might, you know, what happens? Oh my God, you, you know, you've been raped and all of a sudden you go against or being sexually abused and now they view you, you're living together or even married and they view you as being damaged. Or maybe you view yourself as dirty or being damaged and now my partner knows and now they look at me differently. They don't accept me. Right? Now what do we do? They look at me in a different light. These, I highly suggest that they be brought to the surface before you get married, before you live together, okay? Because chances are the pressures and everything of living together, being married, they're going to surface and you're wondering what the hell is going on. Maybe, you know, maybe you have worked on those and they're not an issue. Fantastic. If they're not an issue, then, you know what, I don't want to bring them up. I don't, that's great, but you're risking that again. You know what, are you confident in yourself and be okay that those past traumas are not who you are now? That you're not dirty. You're not ruined. Those weren't your fault. And if your partner doesn't understand that, maybe you're with the wrong partner. So you better find out before you live together, right? As you can tell my voice right now, I'm very firm and I'm very, very passionate about this situation. I don't want anybody to throw a trauma in your face. And you want that person to help you. Not that it's their job to heal those traumas, but to be there for you and to be compassionate, be empathetic. Because those past traumas can totally rip you apart. They can rip the sexual entity you have as a couple apart and the emotional trust and emotional safety between you two. That's why I'm saying it needs to be brought to the surface. And how are you going to handle that? Or are you going to just hide it and you're hoping your partner never finds out? Can you hide it that well? And how long is it going to take? What happens five years down the road? It comes out. You can't hide it anymore. Or maybe it becomes a issue, like I mentioned, about maybe if you have a kid together and how much is that going to affect. And all those insecurities and all those fears come to the surface and get placed on the kid that you're trying to protect, right? These are real issues. And again, I want to highlight and how you guys talk about those is- issues And remember being whole, being more confident, and being so self-assured that you don't have to worry about that, that you accept yourself. And you want your partner to do that too. Okay, up for another break. Um, I'll take one more break and then I'll finish up in a couple minutes. Hopefully everybody's doing well and enjoying the show. Again, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. You can give me a buzz at 586-840-8608. Make sure you check out my Facebook pages too, the Art of Relationships and the Art of Relationships uh, radio show and also my uh, main website, theartofrelationships.guru. I will be back shortly. Thanks again for listening. Be back in a few minutes. 
looking for that unique cool fashion statement check out shoes by shay on facebook she has hand painted uh, hand designed canvas shoes for you your loved one it's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste check out shoes by shay on facebook again that's shoes by shay on facebook
Welcome back, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, the Art of Relationships radio show here, talking about uh, going from fantasy realities, try to give you some insights, what to look for and what to work on, uh, and discover each other even more and more intimately before you take that plunge living together or getting married, okay? Uh, talk about, you know, the traumas and aspects are, are huge. And I talked about that before the break, you know. What are you going to... You know, I want you to heal and want you to be there for one another and not have those traumas sort of break you guys up down the road, okay? So those are those are huge, you know, even if you need to work on those individual, you know, on an individual basis or, you know, how can you also be there for each other in those situations? Those are huge, okay? Talked about social influences and everything else. Now, what about your views? Everybody goes into a marriage and I talked about... You know, no one goes into a marriage hoping or wanting to get divorced right away unless you're a gold digger or, you know, that goes for either gender, male or female, it doesn't matter. Uh, So, you know, all these things I'm talking about and insights this evening I'm talking about are hopefully to help safeguard so you're not looking at divorce, okay? Now, what happens if sexual dynamics change say you have a great sex life or maybe you're holding back maybe you know what sex is sort of eh, and you're still i love them it'll work out and you're in that fantasy realm that oh once we live together it's going to be easier we're living together we don't have to go you know don't have to drive there don't have to do all this how are you know it's going to be great and you're in this fantasy land what happens you live together or you get married and the sex still is like eh. <laughs> sound effects, sorry, you know, it's sort of not what you expected, not up to your expectations, how are you going to handle that, and is the one partner going to say, right, oh, great, that's all you want me for is sex, hmm, that can be an issue, that's going to be a huge, huge issue, so you better have it worked out before you live together, I'm going to tell you stuff, if you're in a fantasy realm that you think any sexual issues are going to be worked out when you live together, chances are it's going to be worse, okay? So you need to address those and work on those issues beforehand, you know, either, you know, with a counselor, someone that has, you know, a professional that has a clue in relationship dynamics and also sexual issues as well, because it's, it, it blows my mind how many so-called marriage therapists out there or couples counselors out there that don't even broach the sexual issue or sexual domain because they're insecure about it themselves. They don't want to rock the boat with clients, whatever, and it's pathetic. You need to work with somebody that has a clue, not only about relationship dynamics, but also sexual issues as well, okay? They go hand in hand, and it just blows me, blows my mind you know, how many out there ha- have no clue about the sexual domains or sexual incompatibilities or trying to get them jiving together, okay? So you want to work those out. You want to work them out before you move in together, or I'm going to tell you it's going to destroy your relationship, okay? Uh, what about, you know, how many issues do you have together? You know, how many issues do you have about each other that you're holding back that you're afraid to talk about because it might 
tick each other off. Oh my God, if I bring this up and I stand up for myself, she's going to leave me or he's going to leave me. He's going to, that's not, living in that fear is unhealthy and that is not, that's not the intimate love that you want, okay? I want you to be able to speak your mind. If there's an issue, you have a right to have, to be heard and have your feelings validated, not agreed with per se, but to be heard, okay? Having your needs met, and if you're one that keeps going on and on and, you know what, it's all about my boyfriend or it's all about my girlfriend, and your needs go down the toilet and you're not speaking up, oh, I'm just glad to be with her or I'm glad to be with, that gets old. And it could take a year, it could take five years, but it's going to come back and it's going to bite you and you will be pissed. You will be hurt, you will be resentful. So you better be able to speak your mind before you move in together, okay? Or even think about getting married, that your needs are important and you need to learn how to do that and sort of stand on your own two feet and be confident in that. Not to be a jerk, you know, there, there's a big difference. Speaking your mind and being a jerk and it's all about you. No, it needs to be about each other. Those are huge and you need to address those big time, okay? Other issues you want to look at is the expectations. It, it still amazes me. I know I've been saying that a lot. You know, how many couples come in together and they think everything's fine, everything's great, and their expectations are not on the same page about how a relationship works. As far as, and everybody's heard this, you know, how are you and your parents told you and friends told you, how are bills going to handle? How are household duties going to be handled? You know, what roles do you play in the relationship? Are your roles to be there for each other or stereotypical? You know, the woman does the housework and the man does all the outside work and, you know, repairs and all this aspect. How are you going to work as a team? What happens if you one car breaks down and you both have to be at work at the same time, how are you going to manage this? Are you going to freak out? Are you going to spaz out? Or are you going to look at each other? That's your car and, you know, well, I got to get to work, so screw you. How are you going to work as a team? And when you live together, chances are you're going to have issues that pop up. That's real life. That's how it goes. And it's very rare that... Um, couples in certain situations that that you're you know that don't have these issues pop up how are you going to arrange you know if a car breaks down how are you going to handle it how are you going to work as a team the bills the groceries oh my god if she likes certain foods right maybe vegetarian and you're a meat lover is that gonna change the dynamics you know you go out to eat not a big deal but when those issues arrive in the same household And she doesn't want meat in the house because it grosses her out. Or maybe she loves meat and he's a vegetarian. You know, how are you going to work those dynamics out before you live together? If you think you're going to work them out once you live together, you know what? You might be sadly mistaken. And you might be the topic of the show in a fantasy realm. Because it's all best to get them out in the open and talk about them. Even, it sounds corny, but... Write them down about the issues and about the expectations. With the expectations, that does not mean they're cemented, okay? You need to talk about it. That does not mean, okay, like I mentioned, and I'm not traditional and I'm not bashing on women, okay? 
but you know traditional women doing the housework and men doing all the repairs of the house and outside work and that's her role that does not mean you help each other that does not mean she can't do any repairs to the house too or that does not mean you do the housework men you know that you can't do the housework men out there you work together and you be a team how are you going to handle those and like i said about the flexibility expectations they might change right at the beginning of a relationship expectations need to be flexible okay certain things might not be flexible as far as our expectation is not to cheat on each other that's not a flexible maybe a flexible thing to go on right or maybe you're not going to go blow the rent or mortgage payment on gambling on sports gambling or you're going to go out partying and drinking and those expectations can't be flexible got it but how the roles are in the house the more flexible you can be the better you're gonna handle those situations so role expectations (laughs) sorry expectations of how the household's gonna be run how you guys are gonna interact with each other is huge as simple as do we put our cell phones down you know our whatever ipads down our you know, whatever, computers down at a certain time at night. How, have you even talked about this? Or that's not going to be an issue. Or, you know, we, we're sitting on TV and we're on our phones each other. We're not paying attention to each other. You know, how busy our lives become. How are you going to handle it? And how are you going to address those issues if they become too busy and there's so many distractions outside the relationship when you're living together and when you're running a house and you have to buy groceries and you're paying bills, uh, how are you going to handle it? And what happens if a bill doesn't get paid and something gets shut off? Are you going to yell at each other, scream at the other one, you stupid idiot, whatever? How are you going to work as a team to be able to help each other without being each other's parent ah, or coming across as a boss figure, okay? A huge thing, too, and I touch on this uh, dynamics. Everybody knows I'm not hitting on, you know, communication. I want you to be able to speak your mind, right? I don't want you to be a doormat. I don't want you to be afraid to be able to talk about any subject. The Nat tells me if you are, maybe you're not ready to live together or get married then. And that's something that you need to address. No taboo topics, and I talk about that with couples right on the onset you know my goal is that you can talk about anything you might not agree on everything but you can talk about anything without feeling ashamed without feeling embarrassed without feeling you're going to get attacked feeling that way in communication that's not a healthy situation that's ill communication if you will that's unhealthy communication that is huge but expectations are one you want to hit on huge how are you going to interact with each other okay so hit on those aspects you know what you know how are we going to we have chemistry and everything how are we going to build on the friendship and be more intimate how are we going to live our lives what happens if we're bored you know how are we going to change the dynamics and maybe keep us together right it's a lot easier when you have no kids involved you're not a step family dynamic all these issues are huge even when you're not lived with someone before or not been married before and you have no kids 
together or no kids in general, it's easier. It's still very tough. And these insights are directed towards that. But these insights also can help in step family dynamics when you're talking, you know, you got kids involved from both sides and how are you going to handle that? That's a lot deeper. It's a lot more difficult balancing those dynamics than this. And all these can play a role in both the step family dynamics when you maybe you blend families together. I hate that word, but when you bring two families together, that might be better. And also maybe when you live together, these insights can help you with those as well. So hopefully this provided a lot of insights and what to look at, not only within yourself but also, you know, within your partner and also the relationship dynamics. I know in our time slot, I could, maybe I need to come back on this too. And I think that would be a good idea to come back on these issues, uh, the realities of life. I can spend a lot more time and I think it will, eh, I'll look at that in the next coming weeks. Might be a good idea. But hopefully this maybe got you thinking, kicked up some key uh, components about what you're thinking about before you move in together. Not so, not only that, but establishing and igniting and getting a deeper connection with your relationship now. You know, maybe be, then it can get to that point of living together uh, or maybe even marriage. But I don't want you to ignore any issues. I want you to sort of rise up and take, you know, take a stand and get intimate, not only with yourself, but with your partner. And hopefully the insights can where you are more prepared, if you will, more educated, more prepared emotionally, physically, before you live together or get married, okay? This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Thank you all for listening in. I will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Make sure you check out uh, Facebook pages, Art of Relationships radio show and Art of Relationships. Also my Facebook with the same name, Guru. Much love and peace as always to everybody out there. Everybody have a good night. Take care. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.